nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast. The podcast reviews the movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 383, and we are here to kick off Ethan. I mean, Ethan, not Ethan. I'm sorry. That's that's one half of the brothers, uh, the Coen Brothers Month. As always, this is Nerd. You're going to hear the host of the show, along with my wonderful co-host. Sup, sup, everybody. And unlike Raul, I know there's two of them. Yep, yep. <laughs> I made a little bit of a mistake today, but it technically is a Joel and Ethan Cohen production because Ethan produced this film, but Joel directed it. I'm going to allow it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd allow that. That's that's not like, you know, like one of the brothers had absolutely nothing to fucking do with this film. Like no, it was no. produced by the man and it was written by both of them. Yeah. So, so you, like, you you know Ethan was over there with Joe while he was filming it too. Yeah, of course. Get this shot. Yeah. So I I I um I believe that we are we we are good with this one, but um, excuse me, if you don't know, today we're kicking it off with our review of 1990s Miller's Crossing. 1990. Uh, How old were you? I was in the sack. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I was born in 1997. You were even in the sack, sir. You did not exist. Well, yeah, I was, I was. I ceased to exist. I did not exist. What's it called? Uh, wow, that, yeah. just, that just aged me. I'm like, I, I was four. <laughs> yeah. how, how how are you doing today, though, Brad? I, I mean, I was doing better than, than when I asked my, my host over here. How old he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because to me the '90s were like ten years ago, like always, and and, and then I realized they were not just ten years ago, Brad. You're old. You're old. You're old, Brad. Wait, dude, you really thought that I was like just two years younger than you, or what? No, it just it didn't click because when people say the '90s, I'm just like, that wasn't so long ago. I literally meant 1990. Yeah, yeah, I I know 1990. Like, like you say the '90s, I'm just like, that wasn't so long ago. You know, that was just around the corner. Yeah. And then I have to go and think back, like, no, no, it wasn't. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, so yes, I mean this is 1990, as in the year 1990s film, because it came out in the year 1990. So, so what we're saying is most of our audience has probably not seen this film or heard about this film. I didn't hear about this film until last year, last semester, last year in my uh, in my studio production class, because I was supposed to recreate a scene from this film. But the pandemic fucked that up. Hi, Luis. Hey, Luis. How are you doing, bro? Hope you're doing well, man. Uh, we're going to be here talking about this movie. Watch, Luis, well, Luis, quote unquote, watched this movie with me. But, you know, he really didn't. So um, what? it's all good. It's all good. Because there was still some stuff that he was watching that he was actually impressed by. But um, what's it called? Well, it um, is I the Coen always, Brothers. Yeah. Just saying. 
what is there not to be impressed by, right? You know, as always, though, what's it called? Our patrons do get this episode a little bit earlier than everybody. And uh, along with other episodes that are on this feed, that like, you know, extra shows like Cinema Condition, they get it early. Uh, Impaired Files this week, they will not get it early because it's a live tape. But like next time, the podcast version of, of uh, an Impaired Files episode will be early for them. But um, yes, if you want to become a patron, you go to patreon.com slash nerdcore. So thank you to our patrons for being awesome. And you get this episode as podcast version for free. And, no, for not for free. I'm sorry, for, for early than everybody else. It's tired is all. Yeah, I know, brother. I know. But yeah, how about y'all? What's it called? Uh, a little bit tired myself too. But, you know, I can't wait to discuss this movie because I, 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 I pleasantly was, uh, I pleasantly enjoyed this film. It wasn't bad. It was good. Was well, not bad at all. Not it, bad. At it, all. It, it's been a lot better than previous rentals. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, previous rentals for sure. But um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and um. And so by the way, I mean, just need to remind everybody, just in case, because you no, know, if anybody was not at the last episode, last uh, last stream for the last uh, Lurkcore live show, uh, this Friday there will be no Lurkcore live show. This Friday is a live Impaired Files episode of me, my Impaired Files episode with with Brad interviewing me. And yeah, that's going to go down. And uh, what's it called? It's it's because of our one of our goals that we hit for our before I leave film short fund, short, short, short film fund, uh, crowdfund that we were doing. So, and I, want, I want you all to know he wasn't planning on doing his impaired file until like episode 49. Well, 50, actually, 49 would be you. 50 would be me. So I'm coming after you now. No, you're still, you're still, well, yeah, I'll probably do you next. I have a couple of people on the short list next. Um, I'm working on a release form to, um, to talk with, uh, Leah. It's Game Cupid, Twitch streamer. She's 16 years old as Twitch streamer. And I want to talk to her about, you know, streaming at such a young age, but I need to, I need to, get a, I need to get a release form signed first. Um, but, you know, I also have Gabby possibly on there. And I have, you know, what's it called? You, Chill Zone. I got some people. I mean, you got people. Like, if you yeah. want to hold me off to like fifty, I'm still cool with that. You're good, man. You're good. But what's I ain't going go nowhere. You're on the short list. You're on the short list. But um, yes, we're gonna be discussing Miller's Crossing. So I mean, we're just gonna get into it because, um, you know, I really do want to talk about this film. Um, if you have not watched Miller's Crossing, then this is your chance to um to get the fuck out. Get the fuck Excuse out. Me. Get out. Get out. But if you don't care about spoilers, stay. Stay. Hang with us. Hang with us and listen to us as we discuss this film. Either way, how it goes, this has been your spoiler warning. And it's in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. All right. Let me go ahead and read on my other monitor. Thank you, patrons. Uh, by the way, Brad, did you notice that um, Alex fixed our logo on the? I, I, on I did. Now it's not like now I can't touch it. Yeah. She says she feels bad when it's when it when it happens to guests, not when it happens to you. I mean, it's funny when it happens to me because I'm just like I'm just going nah, 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 hide my face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, she doesn't feel bad when it happens to. Wow, she was Alex. just kidding. She was just kidding. Wow. <laughs> she was just kidding. Wow, All right, why man. does nobody like me? I don't know. Man. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's do this, man. Um, Miller's Crossing is a 1990 American neo-noir gangster film written, directed, and produced by the Coen brothers, starring Gabriel Byrne, Marcia Gay Harding, Harden, John Torturo, Torturo, Tor no, I'm sorry, Torturo, 
John Polito, J.E. Freeman, and Albert Finney. The plot concerns a power struggle between two rival gangs and how the protagonist, Tom Regan, Byrne, plays both sides against each other. In 2005, Time chose Miller's Crossing as one of the 100 greatest films made since the inception of the periodical. Time critic Richard Corliss called it a noir with a touch so light the film seems to float on the breeze like the frisbee on a fed- of a fedora sailing through the forest. That's when 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 will we be getting stuff like that for the podcast, right? Uh, directed by Joel Cohen, produced by Ethan Cohen, written written by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Uh, cinematography is done by Barry Sunnenfield. Music by Carter Burtwell. Edited by Michael R. Miller. On a budget of 10 to 14 million, but it made only 5 million at the box office. Should it deserved a lot more, to be honest. Um, and it, and it, and it sits at about an hour and, uh, 50 minutes. Yeah. Like around, yeah. yeah well, like, that's, that's normal for 50, a Cohen 55, film. 55 minutes, yeah. yeah. That's normal for a Cohen film. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing, what's it called? Surprising. No. So, um, Brad. Well, you know, I probably should go first. This is mine. Uh, I chose this because um, I wanted to finally watch the film that I was supposed to create a scene out of. Um, I'll probably I'll tell you which scene it was that I was supposed to do. But um, I will say I am pleasantly surprised by this film. I'm surprised I hadn't watched it and heard of it. I really like it. It's a great noir. And I love that it kind of stays true to the whole gangster genre. Not the gangster that we think about these days, you know, the mob films of martin scorsese nah, like you know we, we like the original gangster like you know the scarface gangster you know 1930s uh, scarface so i really enjoy this i think the performances are great the uh editing is actually pretty good like there's some really good editing and there's just some really really interesting stylistic choices of like angles that the coen brothers choose to use in this and uh overall i i thought it was a pretty damn good movie i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed my time you want to go now? You want to go? All right. Um, I thought it was good. You know, uh, definitely cool to see an early Cohen film because I don't think I've watched very many early Cohen Brothers films. Mm-hmm. They've mostly been in the 2010s era. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of cool to see, you know, a lot of those 2010 Cohen Brothers films, they're all polished. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, their story just flows so well. The cinematography is so good. It's kind of nice to see like what the rough version of that is. To me, this yeah. is kind of a rough Cohen brother film. Like they haven't got it quite down yet on what they're gonna do. Like No Country for Old Men or mm-hmm. Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Those are just so stylized, and you know they're a Cohen brothers film, and they're just very beautiful and very well made films. This one not quite up to those standards, but again, this is 1990. This is in 2010s Cohen's. So to me, you know, it was a good movie for noir. You know, we've seen a lot of noir on this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still a lover of the Kurosawa noir. So again, this is kind of like one of those unpolished films to me. Mm-hmm. Like they're just getting into their craft. They're just finding their way. And it's really cool to see them kind of figure out stuff out. Also, I just love John Totoro. Like and everything. Oh. Everything the man oh, fucking oh. is in. Love the dude. And the really the only gripe I have in this is, like I said, it's it's rough, it's unpolished, and 
the only the only way I can really tell that is some of the dialogue's a little weird in places mm-hmm. here and there, and then some of the acting is a little stiff in some places. Like there wasn't quite I don't know if there wasn't quite enough direction on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just how I felt about it. It's not a bad film at all, though. It's no. a very beautiful, well done. The the forest shots, my God. Like you can tell this is a Cohen brother film. It's just it's not as pretty as mm-hmm. the newer Cohen Brothers films. Yeah. Well, all right. Fine then. Feel that way, Raul. <laughs> How are you doing, Luis? I'm just just gonna be right here waiting. I love it when uh when I press the the, the thing on the side <laughs> of my mouse that makes me go back. But um hold on. I was saying that I think that the direction feels stiff and almost um weird. Because this is part of the era where it's Joel directing and Ethan's producing. So, you know, from 84, their first film, until 2004, until, I mean, until 2003, they, 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 it's only Joel who's directing. And then until 2004 and onward is when they both start working together as directors. Well, and, and that's what I mean. It's just yeah. like, like, oh, brother, where art thou? Um, yeah. That's, no that's Country for Omen in, mm-hmm. inside Llewellyn David. Like, you right. can tell those are Cohen Brothers films, and you can tell this is this is a Cohen Brother film. It's just, but it's kind of rough. Yeah, yeah. Just want to remind you, what's it called? Oh, brother, where art thou? Big Lebowski, Fargo. All of those are directed by Joel Cohen. What's it called? Produced by Ethan Cohen. So it isn't. But this is, but this yeah. is like like 10, 15 years after. Yeah, this it isn't until No Country for Old Men. It isn't until the Lady Killers when they start working together, and the No Country for Old Men is the next one after that. But this is their this is their third film that they actually work. You know, and like it's really rough. It's ragtag, rough. These are like young filmmakers who are Which, barely starting to work on I mean, stuff it, like this. But that kind of works for the film, too, because mm-hmm. it's a rough 1920s gangster film. So mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be as stylized and polished like we're used to with the yeah. Coen brothers. But, uh, again, this is just, like, if if I hadn't seen another Coen brother film, like, I wouldn't be able to be like, yeah, it's 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 not as pretty. Um, mm-hmm. But had I not seen another Coen brothers film, I'd be like, this is just a terrific movie. It's it's tri- And it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really, really didn't have a good time with this one, man. I think just everything from like even the color on the film stock, how it would like, you know, what's it called? Register on the film and um, like the characters is how um how Tom is just such a sly bastard. He's a scumbag. Oh, like, and, and and you you know why he's second in command there. Even yeah. when he gets kicked out, he's still fucking second in command. Mm-hmm. Even, even though even though his his yeah. his uh, number one, I guess, capo in a way yeah. doesn't realize it because let's face it, the capos and both both sides are pretty dumb. Yeah, like really I'm, dumb. You're you're going ham on those toys in the bag, huh? She she loves the squeaky. I don't. Yeah. I she and she's like. Aah! Yeah, yeah. OCD, <laughs> sorry. Nah, it's all good. But um, you know, even even um, even Verna, the character of Verna, uh, played by hold on, I want to get her name correctly because she was she was incredible. I mean, also she's beautiful, beautiful. Oh yes, Verna is that the love interest. Yeah, yeah. She she's beautiful. Um, hold on. But but the way she's just treated in this film is just hard. Yeah, Marcia Gay Harden. 
just incredible. Yeah, she's treated like like bad, but like she's also, you know, a very what's it called interesting character in the way that like she knows how to play the side. And well, she knows and, and- and she's actually just doing it really to keep her brother alive. Who mm-hmm. her brother, like all the men in this film are pretty much trash. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that all the men in this film are trash. I just mm-hmm. like I, I don't know. I've seen so many John Tortoro like films mm-hmm. and just um um television series. I, I'm just like anytime this guy is like on the screen, I, I'm just like I, I'm gonna love this. I know I'm gonna love this. How about Steve Buscemi as Mink? You like that? Love to see Boucher. I mean, I mean, you didn't get much see much of them, like mm, you know, kinda, get... kinda in the forest. Although, I, I, I will say that you, you know how Coen Brothers movies are, they got this kind of rhythm, and then they kind of got they try to steal like steer you off of what they're actually going to. This movie was trying to do that. I, I mean, mm. I got it to the end, I figured out what was happening before it happened, but mm. the, the whole like with when they find the body in the woods, I'm just going, what the fuck? <laughs> there was no body in that woods. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I really, but my standout, I love John Polito in this film. I mean, what's it called? Him being the controlling gangster and just his, his dialogue at times. And just like how he would react facially, like his facial reactions. Mm-hmm. Like I loved it. I really did. I thought it was great. Um, oh, and, and I really liked how they were like th- this. And it was kind of sad to see because, you know, he was a horrible being, but he was mm-hmm. like, you know, you got to have ethics. You got to yeah. have ethics to this. And we were really the only gangster like being honest throughout the whole thing. Yep. It's just, it's sorry to say he was dumb. Yep. And uh, Leo was an interesting one in here, too. I love the scene when they go and uh, burn Leo's house. Oh, and, oh, and just, then he just grabs the Tommy gun and he's just like, and then they're just like, yeah, Leo's just a surgeon with the Tommy the gun. And I'm like, no thing, shit. The smartest things I've ever seen in a film. He's under the bed. He shoots the he shoots the ankle, drops down, shoots, shoots the head. The head. And why we've seen the that girl, before. Why did we've the girlfriend take it not do that? We've seen that <laughs> we've seen that before though in something like in Glorious Bastards or something. We've yeah. seen the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But I think this one was before it. Yeah. But the really smart part of that is where he notices smoke coming from the floor. Oh yeah. Doing great things with gangsters in the 50s in the current season of Fargo. Dude, I really need to watch the Fargo show. I well, oh, yeah. and now it has Chris Rock in this new season, I believe. I believe. I don't know. Um Stacy, you want to go ahead and confirm that for us? But, um, dude, I, I mean, just this movie has it all, really. Um, I really enjoyed the, the, the screenplay and really just as somebody who read the screenplay for a class, I read all of it. It was really interesting. Of course, not all the, not all the characters, uh, what's it called in the screenplay are in here. There's some characters that are taken out, but, um, Really interesting, what's it called? Stuff coming into this. Oh, film. And, and we haven't touched on the music. The music really it's- added to it in my eyes. Mm hmm. Especially yeah. the the walk in the forest. Oh, that yeah. that was, yeah, that 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 walk in the forest. That was terrific. Yeah, scene. I love the fade in when you're going into the forest. What's it called? It's like, you know, he's walking instead of having to cut to him walking like that. It's just a fade in, and then it fades into him walking with him. Like it's just stuff like that. that I I really like about this movie. Um, so I was supposed to do the scene. I was going to be DP on the scene. Where Tom comes in to the um to the women's lounge and he has that talk with Verna. And he breaks the mirror. Yep. 
Yeah, I was supposed to do that. Uh, I wasn't going to be directing. I was going to be the director of photography on that. Um, and I, watching it here, I was like, oh, man, we were doing something completely different. We had uh, Verna be a little bit more manic than she was all composed and collected in the in yeah the the, Yeah, she was totally cool and collected. Yeah. She's she's just she's just really striking presence. She's as much she's as much a gangster as any of the other dudes. Yeah, she has such a striking presence in the film. Uh, what does Stacy say? Uh, yep, yeah, him and Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, that's Jason awesome. Schwartzman's really wow. Yeah, last season that uh, you and McGregor playing twin brothers. That's crazy awesome. Yeah, wow. what we season were, are they on now? I remember watching the first season of the Fargo television show. Yeah. That was really it's, good. I wonder how different it is from the movie. I mean, well, it has to be a bit different since it's a show, right? You know. Well, but, um, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's it's different stories. Yeah. So the f I, I can't believe what's it called. Oh, wait, no. I won I won the coin toss. We'll be doing Fargo for the Patreon mini. Yep. Uh, that's such a good movie. Oh, so good. But um, yeah, dude. Even though this is even though this is an early film, you know, this doesn't have a Francis McDormand. This doesn't have Roger Deakins shooting the film. It's still pretty good. It, I, and I, I mean, I really have no gripes with it, except it, it, it's kind of like the rough draft on future Coen Brothers films. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. And I think that this is just kind of showcasing the talents that they have. And, um, you know, their, their, their films just get better after this. The next, you'll be, you want, wait, Barton Fink was your patron mini or is that, it? That was going to be my patron mini. Oh, I was going to say patron, what's it called? Barton Fink is the movie that they released a year because after. Because the, the, the two main ones I chose were like two of their biggest movies of mm -hmm. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And then No Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. You want to choose Hail Caesar, bro? <laughs> I love Hail Caesar. I've never seen, like, I've never seen Hail Caesar. I never saw this one. I haven't yeah. seen Barton Fink. I've seen Fargo. There's mm -hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of Coen Brothers movies that I yeah. haven't seen, so we could do this again next year yeah. if we wanted. Yeah, I what's it called? Uh, Hail Caesar was a lot of fun, so much fun, bro. It's yeah. You when you get the chance, it's on Netflix, by the way. If you ever get the chance, just sit down and watch that one, dude. It's just funny, like it's really funny. I mean, and that's Coen Brothers can really do any kind of yeah, like like the Big Lebowski. That's a comedy. That's yeah, a comedy it's to me. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's funny. hilarious, but um. Yeah, dude. Um, what, what? There's also, you know, the, the like I was saying, there's an interesting choice of like, what's it called, camera angles that they pick in this film. Like the whole scene where um where Tom, Johnny, and Leo are having a discussion, and I believe that Johnny's like, you know, trying to brand someone, and they're trying to kill Leo, and how it just keeps on switching these weird angles where they're like a little bit too far from Johnny. Yeah, like, like they did like a zoom in, zoom out yeah. thing. That was kind of weird in some of the scenes. And I was like, it's kind of interesting though. It kind of really shows like how open they were to really experimenting with, with what they had because yeah, they're like, yo, they're, we're early in our career. We don't really understand. We not really understand. Not saying understand. We really don't have a pinpoint style yet. That we'll yeah, see that, in the next And movie. that's what this film really is. It's them finding their style. And you can, you can tell this is really like the beginning of it. You can see like, some shots that are just always in the Coen brothers movies. Like mm -hmm. you can just tell like, like the nature shots in the opening. That's, that's kind of what like with, after they get yeah. out of the whole speech thing, it's a nature shot and you just see those nature shots and like, Oh brother, where art thou? It's yeah. just, that's kind of the opening for him. Um, yeah. But it's a really good, really good movie. Um, what's it called? Did you, did you know that they, what's it called? They share editing credits under an alias. No. 
uh, Roderick Janes is their alias that they share editing credits. Do they edit other people's movies or just theirs? I wonder if it, they, uh, <laughs> now I'm really starting to be, what's it called? Uh, interested in this. I wonder huh. if they do do that. And um, we just don't know it. We just don't know We're it. We're just like, oh, this looks like a Coen brother movie. What the fuck? But yeah, that's, 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 that's great, man. Um, so, you know, they often, they alternate between the top billing on the screenplays, but yeah, that's, that's awesome, dude. Um, what's it called? They have another alias, Mike Zoss. That's a, <laughs> that's great, bro. Uh, I want an alias for when I just edit my films and be like, you see, he let other, some other person, what's it called? Um, I mean, like even writers have aliases. Stephen King went by like Bachman there for a while. Like, yeah, like Richard Bachman or something. Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to go ahead and give Miller's Crossing an eight out of 10. It was pretty good. It's, uh, it's early Coen's and it's really, it's a really fun time. This movie deserved to make its budget back at least. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm going to give the same score. That's really how I feel about this movie was an eight out of 10. And it, I, I suggest anyone who's a fan of later Coen Brothers movies, go watch this one. This is yeah. a good one to see kind of their progression and where they're starting from. And, and you'll see, you'll definitely see like they know where they're headed. Yep. That's for sure. They know damn well where they're headed. So um, I want to thank you all so much for stopping by. Um, th- next week will be, I believe, oh, oh brother, brother where art thou? thou? Yes, oh brother, where art thou? The next, the week after that will be the following week will be inside of the Win Davis, and then the week after that will be what's it called? Um, no Country for Old Men. Let, let's let's just go on the record and say there is no bad film in this month. I, I well, I've never seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Never seen what's it called? Uh, inside the Win Davis. There, there, there are scenes in Oh Brother Where Art Thou where I think you're going to be very, very satisfied. At all. Yeah, Rose Film Editing Alias. Same more room. <laughs> nah, that's show zones. Yeah, same <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's show zones, bro. Don't take that one away from him. See more room. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, find, what's it called? Uh, finish it up here. So um, as always, you guys go ahead and have a, what's it called? Sorry, what's it called? As always, this show is possible because of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Uh, we've got a couple of new ones, so I'm going to go ahead and give another shout-outs again. I need to update the um, the Patreon uh, screen for the, for the yeah, end of the show. Yeah, and, and for, I think for that, for that, for our one Patreon, I probably just get the whole page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, let's go. we do need to, I need to have him help me, what's it called, let me know what the podcast that he's on is about so I can write an ad for it because it needs to go in here. But, um, other than that, of course, the show is a is a, is is show run sponsored by Tamor Twenty Three. Follow Tamor Twenty Three at Tamor Twenty Three on all social media. Um, as always, we want to thank our wonderful Patreon supporters. Uh, at, what's it called? Our our producers and our writers, our director and showrunner. <laughs> he he has all of them. Yeah, it, 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 uh, we'll just go with uh, all of the above. All the above, yeah, yeah. He's a what's it called? A uh, our associate producers, Cassie and Sarah. Thank you so much for being wonderful people. Um, what's it called? Um, you guys are one of the earliest producers of the shows. So what's it called? We thank you so much. Our OG producer, though, Grayson Barker, executive producer for a long time, bro, for a while now, ever, ever, man. Thank you for, for sticking by with us, sticking by us for this long, man. I want to thank you so much. You can follow Grayson Barker at Grayson Barker ninety eight on Instagram, Warlord One Bar on Twitter. 
And also our other pay, our other executive producer, Partis Jesu Dawson, who you can follow at Partis Jesu Dawson, J-E-S-U-D-A-S-E-N, on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, Partis. Thank you, Partis. And Shane, where can you find Shane? You follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at XSRK underscore Shane. We know you don't watch the episodes, but we appreciate you supporting us. Yeah. Hey, man, you get your shout out every episode, even though you every don't listen episode. to it. You don't listen to him. Go, everybody he, go he, follow him. He is the best. He's He does what an executive producer does. He leaves For his money part. and he goes. Yeah, then then he, he, he pops in once in a while and go, yo, can I get on the show? He's like, okay. Yeah, man. Your spot is here. <laughs> so, Always. Um, our writers, uh, Bryce, Brown Rice 96 on Instagram, Twitter, uh, what's it called? YouTube, Twitch. Love you, Bryce. MySpace, LinkedIn, I'm pretty sure. You know, everything. Yo, my um, boo. I, he, keeps it, he keeps it great for us. The same one. For we all still we still need to review at least one of the Terminators before the, gonna the year. It. We're gonna before get to the it. end of the year. We're gonna <laughs> get to it. You know, let's let's what's it called? So this Saturday morning review, I believe, is Mank out yet? That's I want to know if Mank is out yet. If Mank is out yet, we're, we're do doing that. Mank. We're doing yeah. Mank. Yeah. Although but, that that's the one about Citizen Kane, right? Mm-hmm. I've never seen Citizen Kane, so I don't even. Well, it's know not really about on. Citizen Kane. It's, it's about, about the production, though. It's it. about the production, yeah. Hold on. Uh, Mank comes out on the 13th. It is currently not the 13th. Um, that's next week. That's next week. What's it called? No, I'm sorry. What's it called? It's scheduled to be a limited release in 13 and begins to stream on Netflix on December 4th. But oh, the, trial yeah. of the, the trial of the Chicago 7 is already out. So let's go ahead and do that one for this weekend. It's on Netflix as well. So, um, you know, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that one, right? Our our other writer, um, Tony. Hey, Tony. I was waiting for it. There, there was a delay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I, 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 I was looking at Twitter, and the picture of the baby from Eraserhead was on there, and my mind just kind of broke. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> okay. Um, uh. <laughs> you can follow Tony at Real Nerdy Dad on Twitter. And, uh, yeah. Go, guys. Uh, what's it called, of course, in our showrunner. Uh, Team War 23, but you already know it. Team War 23 on Instagram, Twitter, all of that wonderful stuff. Everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. Tamar, I'm this is the first time we've ever had someone at your level, uh, the tier level. So we'll have a production meeting, bro. We will. Let me just find out how that can now we can make that happen. But um I mean this this would be nice. We get to share ideas with someone instead of us two going, I don't know what the fuck you want to yeah. yeah. <laughs> So um as always, we want to thank you all so much for stopping by. Please make sure you go and uh, leave us a follow on our Twitch. Go and check out our our, our podcast feed on Anchor, iTunes, po- Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that wonderful stuff. But as always, make sure you guys stay safe and you stay healthy out here. And um, please stay safe, guys. Uh, we don't know the state of the world after tomorrow. And uh, we know that there more than likely will be some form of civil unrest. So you but, guys stay um, safe. But the plan is we will still be here. Yeah. At some point to entertain you. That's so true. That's stay true. safe, everybody, and love you all. There you go. Bradley, send him out. All right, bro. Thank you, being host, as always. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you to all of those who joined us in chat. Luis, Stacy, thank you guys. Thank you to all those who watch us on Twitch. Join us on social media. Thank you to everyone and anyone who's ever done anything kind for us. 
And I guess to end this, I'll just say I'm looking forward to more films this month. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to be a good month, bro. Young Yoda out.